Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Kanokotaku podcast. Luigi here with uh, Chris. You know, my your, ears. Your ears. What do you mean? I didn't even peek there. <laughs> you didn't peek, but it peeked in my ears. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I only got to uh, negative 10. So that is perfectly fine. That is okay by my standards. Oh, yeah. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> oh, this is going to be, uh, yeah, this is going to be a fun episode. How are you, by the way? I'm doing good, um, I think. So, I had a technically a 12-hour shift today because I got uh, given extra prior responsibilities at work, which I was voluntold to do. Nice. But it is, I guess, nice to some extent work. It's a lot of Excel crunching, but in the end, I'm, work- I'm helping uh, COVID tracing. So now I can say that I have dealt with uh, you health <laughs> and I've helped. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. How, 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 how are you? How are you today? Things have been pretty good. I, um, I dropped the ball a little bit with anime this week because uh, this week we're recording on May 6th and May 4th was Star Wars Day. Uh, so this week has been this week has been nothing but Star Wars for me. Ah. Uh, I on. So I watched. What did my friends and I watched? We watched Revenge of the Sith and we did Rogue One. And I personally, I was the only one that was drinking, but I did the Revenge of the Sith drinking game. I don't know if it's an actual drinking game, but I did it where every time a meme pops up, you take a drink. Oh, wow. Wow. But the problem is that with Revenge of the Sith. Wow. That's the uh... whole movie. The whole movie is a meme. The... So it's like. You're just constantly... Do, do you just, like, grab the bottle and start drinking straight from the bottle from the whole, like, it's over, Anakin! <laughs> I have the... Oh, yeah, there, there, are certain, there, are, like, there are certain scenes that you're just constantly drinking. Um, like, the order... Oh, the, yeah, like, the order the, or the order 66 um, <laughs> montage, you're drinking. Uh, Anakin kills the younglings, you're drinking. Uh, the final Obi-Wan and Anakin Sorry, uh, conversation, I, 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 you're drinking. I, I can just imagine you... And again, it's like, but Master, Master Skywalker, what are we going to do? There's too many of them. Too many of them. And you're just like, cheers. Yeah. that's good. And then I watched Rogue One and then it, it, it established it as one of my favorite Star Wars movies of all time. Oh, dude, Rogue One is easily, it's hard for me to say my favorite, but it's top three for me. It's top top three for me, easily. I know this is an, an anime podcast, but we're, what what are your top three Star Wars movies? Like my, f- so it's it's been like what what do I think are the best Star Wars movies, or uh, what are no. my favorite Star your Wars? Your favorite movies? ones. My favorite Star Wars movies. Um, top of the list is Return of the Jedi. Okay. Uh, number two is A New Hope. Number three is Rogue One. Ooh. Nice. Okay. Um, for me, top of the list is actually Revenge of the Sith. I, I don't know why, but I really loved episode three and Revenge of the Sith is number is number four. Number for four me. for you. Okay. For yeah. me, it's top of the list. Uh, I think it's because it was the first Star Wars that I went to go see in theaters. Because, you know, being in Venezuela and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, everything. But anyway, um, Revenge of the Sith, Empire Star X back because that was the first Star Wars that had me like, whoa, when I was a kid. Yeah, and like that's why I divided it up because Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars movie. 
Uh, yeah, it's exactly. not my, Objectively, it's not my yes. favorite with just how dark it is. Correct. Like I could, I could not watch it on any given day. I could watch, I could watch a New Hope on any day. Oh yeah, same here. But Empire Strikes Back is like, you know, it's that the whole final battle scene at the end with Luke and Darth Vader, and then me as a kid, obviously not knowing any German, Darth Vader. Obviously, wouldn't clue in, you know. Probably back then, I used to say Darth Vader, you know, like <laughs> um, when he says, "Like Luke, I am your father." I I just remember me being like an eight year old, like whoa, <laughs> just absolutely blown away. And then Rogue One is definitely up there as well, just because. Once again, I, I still remember my experience watching it in theaters. That final scene, it was the perfect send-off for the Darth Vader character, in my opinion. Since we likely won't get another James Earl Jones uh, Darth Vader mm-hmm. in film. So, too good. Too good. Wait, that's your reason why you like it? Oh no 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 no! Everything else as well, like the okay the the entire later half of the movie, because the the movie is very slow at first, but I find that they build the characters very well to the point, but that at the later half you actually care about everything that's going on and how they're all well meeting their ends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do also really enjoy the well the the actual Star War because you know there's act like. A pretty amazing battle scene at in the in space. That's actually the reason why Return of the Jedi and New Hope are at the top of my list is because of the uh, uh, space battles are yeah. my favorite part of the Star Wars universe. Especially someone that's played the Star Wars flight sims that yeah, I was were say, released for Squadron. MS that were like <laughs> released for MS DOS and and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah I uh, that that was that was my childhood growing up. But this isn't a Star Wars podcast, correct? Um, <laughs> Thank you for joining us, by the way. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Um, We're only we're only six and a half minutes in. So if you if you've dropped at this point, then you're 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 missing out on everything else that we have to talk about. Correct. Um, Correct. I don't know how to tie. I don't know how to tie Star Wars in to what Um, we're going to do. Maybe I can talk about how you know, even though Star Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars movie, it's not my favorite because of the content matter, right? So I'm able to separate subjectivity and objectivity. Yes. Uh, Which brings us into this season. And spring 2021 has been a hell of a season so far. Correct. There are are so many shows that are super good, super eh, not so good. Um, (laughs) Or... Or maybe it's not like maybe subjectively, I just don't like it. And I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm going to address some of that stuff. Um, and like other ones where it's just, holy shit, what is going on? Um, there it's, it's, it's a whole smorgasbord. It's a charcuterie board where you get, you get like the nice cheeses, which just taste really good and are gooey. And then you get some cheeses that are just extremely obtrusive, but it's artsy, which means it's good. Um, like some blue cheeses that you're just like, uh, yeah. Uh, yep. And then like you pair a couple shows together and then you can actually compare them because some of the shows actually have a lot of similarities with one another, despite being fairly polar in terms of 
what their approach is and how their characters are. So, um, Street 2021, uh, I've got, yeah, I've got a bit to, sh- I've, I've got a bit to talk about. I'm not going to go too in depth as I usually do with a lot of spring previews. Cause it, I, <gasps> I, I realize that these are preview <laughs> that this is a spring, this, this, this is a seasonal preview, which means that I don't, I should probably reserve the some more of my more deeper thought, deeper thoughts to a separate episode. Correct. Because there there are a lot of there are a lot of a lot of shows out there that go really, really deep into a lot of different topics and they they provide a lot of commentary on social issues and all that kind of stuff. And I think, yeah, maybe we'll maybe I'll address a little bit about it, but I won't go too into into depth as I normally do. So and that's gonna be my that's gonna be my goal for this episode and luigi <laughs> if i start to veer off the path just like give me a little how about we discuss yeah. this in a deep dive yeah or like yeah or if you want to if you yeah. want to interrupt me just like raise your hand and just like let me know like I you got to stop talking <laughs> <laughs> um i'll i mean i usually keep mine relatively simple just my first thoughts because mm-hmm. you know it is a preview uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to portray myself as like a really complex human being, but like, I don't like simple, which is why it was so hard to write something that was pretty surface level by oh. my standards. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm excited to see what you talk about, but I'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. that by the end of this episode, we should have an idea on what, which shows we could explore further in the future, especially once they're done, if they live up to our expectations, you know? For sure, yeah. And, um, yeah, I think we can get started. Uh, just as a just as a reminder, if you guys are listening to the podcast and you like what you listen, feel free to drop a follow on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we're both trying to be as active as possible. Um, even drop us a follow on Spotify, because I know that that's a thing, and that, yes. actually, that actually can change algorithms and and all that kind of stuff so if you're listening to us through spotify um or apple podcasts or anything else uh any other application that you might use to consume podcasts feel free to drop us a follow if that's available it's just it allows us to just gain a little bit of extra exposure we're not getting paid to do this we're getting we're doing this purely for fun and so yeah we just feel as though it'd be great if people are actually listening to us which people are like i'm actually surprised that just the kind of traction that we've been getting in terms of like episode by episode how many how many listens we're getting so i'm i'm pretty happy about that overall uh if you haven't checked out our previous episode our previous episode does cover one of the shows that we watched this season uh nailed it um Nice. Uh, which is available on Netflix, uh, five episodes only, and Netflix released all the episodes at once. Uh, you can either watch the show, have your own opinions about it, and then listen to the episode, or you can listen to the episode because we don't really spoil anything. Uh, more so, we discussed about some of the production choices involved mm-hmm. with the show. Um, which uh, I do want to say, that was the one Reddit post so far that actually has not done well. <laughs> I think people disagreed with uh, with our views, but that just goes to show how polarizing that uh, mm-hmm. that show I, I've has seen been. the opposite. I've seen I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of people talking about there. Just it just it just doesn't bother them, and they're 
they're kind of on our side and they share some of the views. It's just like, yeah, like, you know, there are issues, but one, that was their choice. Yeah. They, they made the choice to do it the way that they did. And two, the show was still funny as shit. So exactly. It's all good. Um, although I will be, I will be talking about visuals. So before any of you guys that disagree with us in the last episode, start going after me talking about, well, you said visuals doesn't matter. I said, it doesn't matter to an extent. It can still affect my thoughts on a show, but most of these shows aren't comedies, so I'm going to make an exception. Yeah, I did say it depends. So, (laughs) Um, do you want to talk about any updates on the ones that you're watching right now, but you're not going to go into much depth? The thing is that I have stuff to say about it. So how much depth do you want me to go oh, into? Oh, I don't know. Because, for example, uh, do you want me to go first? Because uh, I can knock out the ones that I was going to quickly update. Sure. Because these are the shows that I'm watching. I'm not taking notes. I'm not uh, trying to read into it. Because I'm taking notes on everything. You're so. taking notes on everything. I thought you said yeah. you weren't going to. Well, I'm oh still taking God. notes. It's not that I'm not going to take notes. It's just that I don't know how far... <laughs> I'm going to go with the notes, but I'm right, still going to write right. some. Um, Well, technically, Mini Dragon is coming out this season. And in my opinion, that's just a good old, would you call it a sequel? Season two. Season, season 1.9. Uh, yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the teasers for season two. Yeah, it's, it's like an interlude. Yeah, and I've been loving it so far. I don't know. Obviously, it leaves you craving for more, but at the same time, I think the 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 little skits that they do are just long enough in their in their own, uh, and they're killing it. The one thing that I, and it's funny that you mentioned animation and visuals. They they seem to be going for the intros with. Uh, that have you seen? Have you paid attention to the three D kind of like the, model yeah, that the three D look? Yeah, I mean the the it's, second one they changed it up on the latest episode, and the second one's a little bit better. But the first one was a little like I don't know, nightmare fuelish. It's like it's cute, but it's off putting. It caught me off guard when I first saw it. <laughs> yes, like it made me feel I was in like some point of view virtual. <laughs> yeah. I was playing VR chat yeah. and then someone made a Kobayashi <laughs> sprite. That, that, that's the best play. way to put a VR chat. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the quality was a little better because VR oh, chat is VR better. chat, but that's kind of the vibes. I mean, there are, there are a lot of just POV <laughs> videos out there on YouTube for the sake of either entertainment or ASMR. So I've seen some of the stuff, so it wasn't... Oh, like it surprised me, but that's that's kind of what it reminded me of. Oh, it um, caught me off guard, yeah. man. <laughs> so I'm yeah, like I've I've been watching it, I've been enjoying it. I'm really looking forward to season two to a certain degree. Yes. I talked before about some of my grievances with how Kobayashi went, because the original material it, the original material was pretty risk risque mm-hmm. with a lot of just a lot of nudity and and all that, and they dial it down because Kyoto animation is Kyoto animation. Um but yeah, like in terms of like I've been reading the recent chapters of Kobayashi Dragon Maid and I I'm I'm confused a little bit cuz it gets political. Uh so Oh. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Weird. 
So yeah, there's, there's a whole there's a whole conundrum where some guy is trying to manipulate the various dragon factions from to fighting each other, and I'm just like. I don't know. This is too much plot for what that show. This is too much plot for a slice of life. Yeah. Like I just want to I just want to see them cook food and Kana goes to school and her food. classmate yeah. is still in love with her like That's all we need to see. Oh, but weird. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'll check it out. I don't know if I'll watch it all if you're saying that it goes like that, but we'll see. It's very later. I I don't think I yeah. don't think this season that's coming up is going to cover any of that stuff because it is good to introduce the new one. I think her name's like Ilidu or something like that. I can't. Yeah, remember. the new, the new, the short girl. Short girl with the big boobs. Yes. Uzaki. Uzaki Chan dialed the up dragon. to eleven. <laughs> dial up to eleven. Um. So. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but I've been enjoying Mini Dragon. Um, the other one that I don't have much to say because it's just there. It's a slime killer 300. That's how I called it. I know it's like I spent 300 years killing slime. Whatever. Slime killer. Um, Very meh. I mean, it is entertaining, but I think I'm going to drop it. And I think I I think I did just drop it because I haven't <laughs> seen the latest episode. And I'm just not motivated to watch it. Is and it? <laughs> it's an isekai. <laughs> it's an isekai and... But what's the twist? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? The, the 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 twist this time is that well, she's immortal, and she spent got strong killing slimes. I don't know. That's the end of it. Everything else is just kind of like slice of lifey, and I don't care about the characters. I, I don't always know. find myself dropping an isekai by episode five or six. Oh, this and is episode three that I'm dropping that. So because that's that's the point where. The shtick has been explained. You get to enjoy what the cool twist is. And then at some point, it becomes a very cut and paste yes. kind of scenario. Correct. Yeah, especially where you're overpowered, which is like, oh, what is going to happen? Well, oh, they're going to win. They're, they're going to win. Every time. Give me something new. Uh, give me um, give me relight or uh, reincarnation. Give me jobless reincarnation. Yeah, give, yeah, me, that- give me season two of that one. I mean, it is announced. I, I can't wait. I'm very excited for that. Uh, the other one that I'm still watching, sort of, is uh, Shaman King 2021, the reboot. It's great, but I keep forgetting to watch it because it's not on Crunchyroll or Funimation. So that's what's big boo about it, you know? Like, that sucks. So, But it's great. Yeah, and, that's, so. and that's the problem with watching a lot of shows because I'm watching a lot of shows this season. I'm forgetting mm-hmm. to watch some stuff. Uh, actually, yeah. going through my notes right now, I completely forgot about Tokyo Revengers, so I'm just going to let you talk <laughs> about that. I don't have a... I, so, yeah, I mean, I can talk about it, but you can... You yeah, can, yeah, yeah. I'll, you can I can steer it. Yeah. Um, yeah, funny enough, that's the one that I have the least notes on, I think, too. Because, I don't know. It, yeah, we'll talk about it. Um, and obviously, I'm watching all the sequels. Iruma Season 2, it's great. We already talked about Iruma Season 1, so... So for for those of you that are watching either of season two, I've oh. been texting Luigi nonstop because <laughs> current arc is the student council arc where uh, Emily goes crazy. She becomes dainty. Ilema joins the student council and all that kind of stuff. And I was rolling on the floor, getting diabetes, reading the page where she's stamping 
the documents. Oh, I went. <laughs> and you did send me a Snapchat. And then, like, watching it. Like, what's is there? What's 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 the term for super diabetes? Diabetes. <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, I got full blown like diabetes uh, from it. So if if just watch either with season one, fall in love with Amelie, and then watch season two, and then you get to see the next side of her. Uh, looking forward to the finale or the finale of the arc, yes. which is going to be, I guess, the first half of the next episode. Because judging by how much material is left, it's probably going to be the first half. The first half, unless they go crazy, because that song was not in the manga for obvious reasons it's a it's a manga but right that was a crazy song holy shit the whole like ricky martin enrique Mm -hmm. iglesias Mm -hmm. (laughs) ricky martin i think is the best uh (laughs) the best one there (laughs) i'm i'm liking season two so far a lot it's oh man it's so good yeah (laughs) so watch it you you won't regret it or just watch just watch episode three and just just enjoy it over and over and over how many times have you seen it the scene or the episode <laughs> <laughs> i guess both <laughs> uh I, i've i've watched the scene i watched the scene like 10 times there it is yeah there it is um and yeah other sequels that i'm watching zombie land saga i know you i know you're not watching that but it's great it's phenomenal. I'll leave it at that because I know we can't discuss it much. Um, I hate myself because uh, I am technically still watching the Isekai Demon Lord one, season mm. two. Probably will drop it and then probably someday I will pick it up again and just finish it. I just, I know myself. So I think uh, in terms of the in terms of the progression with how we're choosing the shows, I think we're going from let, like the least amount of substance to the most amount of substance. Yes. Okay. Sort of, yeah. And then My Hero Academia, I'm not enjoying the season. I, I It's kind of funny. I was talking to a friend of mine and he was like, oh, this season's great. And I know you're not going to watch it, I'm assuming. Well, um, I, like, I, I dropped the show like episode yeah, 60. Yeah, so. exactly. So this season, it, so far, it's been like five or six episodes of just class A versus class B. And they're like trying to make you care about the... Not not even just the side characters of class A. They're trying to make you care about class B. And I'm just here like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I think like when a, sh- when a show or movie gets to the point where there are so many characters that you have to keep track of, it ends up becoming... It's overwhelming. A hindrance on the show. Yeah, totally. Because I'm just sitting here like, okay, great. So this is all happening. But like, what about the villains? What about freaking mm-hmm. all for one? What about... You know, I don't know. Like, t- like there's Jesus. there's too much that they've completely lost focus. Yeah. On what the show is actually about. Like, I mean, I don't want. I like. I I hate to compare it to Ina Makun, even though I love to compare it to Ina Makun. <laughs> but like Ina Makun, like we talked about the, uh, in the previous uh, episodes uh, a while ago, where like we don't really know the powers of more than ten demons in there. Because that's really all you need. Like you don't really have to get in the space. Oh, this is this. This is their ability. This is their ability. This is what they can do. This is what makes them special. And like I think I think that's it. Because when you have, if you have certain characters that, in the grand scheme of things, end up becoming inconsequential to the to the plot or the storyline to the progression, then 
I don't really think it's necessary. I think it ends up becoming like when you're required to write a 2000 word essay and then you end up writing 3000 words and it ends up dropping your grade because you just put in too much. Mm -hmm. I, I, I totally agree because yeah, they, they keep doing the, the little thing that I guess the show's known for that every single time that a character pops up on screen, they literally have to remind you. Yeah. What their, this is their name. (laughs) This is their power. And this is their hero name. If I need to have the, the Wikipedia (laughs) page and another, and another monitor (laughs) while I'm watching. Oh boy. So yeah, I've just been sitting here watching this and and to the point where like, am I, I think I'm, I think I'm going to drop it too. I don't know. So we're going to have so many academia fans after us. Hey, I'm already, I've already insulted the Hunter Hunter fans. So it's yeah. okay. <laughs> I'll insult them. The academia fan base too. I don't care. It's, it's, uh, it's one, it's one of the groomsmen included. It was one of the groomsmen, just yeah. so you know. Hell hath no fury like my hero academia fans scorned. <laughs> Baka, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, they all fucking love Bakugo. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, should 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 we transition from well, women loving Bakugo into Koikomo? <laughs> that's funny because that's actually the next one I was gonna mention. <laughs> I was gonna say shows that I've already dropped Koikomo. <laughs> I dropped it one episode. Okay, in. let okay, let's talk about Koikomo. Yes, because like, I'm. I've 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 decided to be pretty mature about how I view Koikomo. Okay. Um, what do you have do you have anything like what do you have to say about the show besides it's kind of creepy? Uh I, I literally wrote Higahiro, but actually bad. <laughs> <laughs> and like I think it's fair to to, I think it's fair to make that comparison because Yoshida and I can't even remember who the main it, character. I think it's I think it's the literally the same, but age gaps. Yeah, we have this older guy and this younger girl. Which, by the way, it's the, legal in Japan if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. And just the way that they approach, or not really approach, because Yoshida doesn't really approach Sayu in, in any right. way, but how they interact with this other character. Uh, with Koikomo, it's this old dude that's going after a high school girl like Yoshida um, in Higehido. It's more of a caretaker kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So my views on Koikomo, because I, I really want to try to be mature about it. Um, right. Like, all I can say is that this is a show that was written by a woman for women. Because it's a, it's a jose. So it's, it's meant a jose. for It's a meant oh. for either like, older teenagers or adult women. So, so kind of like the whole idea of like, what if an older guy was in love with me? Pretty much. It's, mm. it's a fantasy. It's, you can call it fetish if you want to, if you want to go that route. But yeah, like is a subject matter creepy? Yeah, it's kind of creepy. And it's, it's going into that realm of stalking is okay. As long as you're handsome and you try hard enough. And if you try hard enough, eventually the girl would like you back. Mm. So uh, like yeah, it's it's it sounds it sounds really really bad in real life, right? But again, like this is fantasy finished material similar to all the other weird shit that they sell to guys. Oh, yeah. So like you know, as as males, we can't really judge things because we have just as weird shit being sold to us. So 
Like that, that's my, that's, that's me trying to be mature about this and reasonable. Uh, I don't, I don't like the show, but again, it's not, it's not for me. And I think that there are a lot of people that will find something good about it. And like, you can think about a lot of examples of similar stuff in the Western world. Like 100%. 50 Shades of Grey was written oh, by a yeah. woman for women about S&M play where some millionaire puts a leash on some college girl or something like that. I didn't <laughs> read the book. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, and, watch it. <laughs> or so I've heard. Um <laughs> Where Anastasia calls her inner goddess, and uh, <laughs> isn't that her real? Isn't that the name of the chick? I think that's the name of. I think that's the name of. Because I know that the guy's name is Christian. Because I've always yeah, thought it's Christian fucking hilarious Gray. that it's Christian. Christian Gray, I believe, or I think. Oh, is that why I it's think, all Fifty Shades so. of Gray? I think so. I think oh, so. Think I don't so, know. Huh? I didn't you read it. No. Um, but anyway, so many people like they hated it. They called it weird. I think it got nominated for a Raspberry Award, uh, the movie, but the book sold 150 million copies. The movie grossed over half a billion dollars. Like, Oh, yeah, there was an audience. Like, people absorbed it. Yeah, there was an audience. So, yeah, and like not, not just the whole, like, dominant male kind of thing, but if you look at things such as, like, the stalking genre, which is really, really prevalent in a lot of well, older romantic comedies... Um, you can't you can't make a movie like that now. But mm-hmm. if you look at movies like you know Love Actually, Failure to Launch, Fifty First Dates, yeah, it's all about a guy that won't take no for an answer and just keeps on pushing and pushing and pushing. Eventually, by the end of the movie, the girl loves him. Holy so, shit! Fifty First Dates. Holy shit! What? No, you're so right. I never viewed yeah. it that way. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean that was that was kind of bad. It was the guy that took like li- literally took advantage of someone with amnesia. Yeah, so that's kind of fucked. Which I mean, I always did think it was fucked that he would try a different angle every single time. But yeah, you yeah you're right. It's the same as Koikimo, basically, yeah. except she's not. Yeah, like underage. I, I guess like the the the, the shtick that they're going for is that if you pop up in their mind and in their life enough times. Then eventually they'll sing, I've grown accustomed to his face from my fair lady, and then it's all good. Um, it's so. like not not really, uh, what's that syndrome when you fall in love with your captor? Stockholm syndrome? Stockholm syndrome. It's like almost borderline Stockholm syndrome, except they're not actually getting captured. But it, could you call it like some sort of emotional People have used Stockholm captivity? syndrome as... As a way to describe it, I don't know if there's a better definition, but people have used they have, that they've term used it. Okay. before. Okay, so oh, look at that. So I'm an yeah. intellectual. So I, I think that, yeah, I think that if you take it for what it is, where it's literally just a fantasy, like that's okay. Um, but like, I guess this is a message for the guys out there. But like, similar to how you shouldn't let a violent video game affect your morality about like shooting Correct. people, do not let this influence you. In going after a girl after she's told you to go fuck yourself. Correct. Like there's, there, there is an Onion article that was written way back in 1999. And the headline was, Romantic Comedy Behavior Gets Real Life Man Arrested. And that's, that's pre- that pretty much sums it up. It's like, you know, whatever happens in this fantasy, like that, that it, stays, it stays fiction. And yes. yeah, that's why, that's why people... I guess that's one of the reasons why people like, just flock to it even though it's just very yeah, material 
it's just yeah it's nothing but it's nothing but fantasy it's fiction yeah fact fantasy yeah. well that's like i mean i guess it good, good thing you brought up video games because it makes me think about the fact that i've i've always liked first person shooters am i interested in literally going to a shooting range no yeah or shooting someone well, even less, but I'm not even interested in going to shoot a target like yeah. in an actual controlled environment. Like I just, I don't care for owning a gun. I don't care mm-hmm. for shooting a gun. Will I play Call of Duty? Oh, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah, exactly with the anime, uh, I guess, you know, like. I don't, yeah. yeah so my final thoughts on the show, like what are my <laughs> thoughts on it? Uh, it's a 10 year old difference. It's a 10 year difference where the girl's in high school, the guy and the guy's super old. And then the guy keeps on stalking her. won't take no for an answer. Keeps on talking about how they're married. Uh, not for me. See, Higahiro is better because it's only nine year difference. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I will give this to the show. I will give this to every single romantic comedy, uh, in anime that is kind of bad. They make really, really good openings and endings. I can't. Is it, is it a good opening? I can't I, deny the the, op- the opening to every single romantic comedy is so good. Like when you think of uh, Rent a Girlfriend, that opening by the oh by the by, Peggy's by, by the Peggy's. Oh, I mean, because yeah. yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, okay, I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. Or any show by uh, Dago Cabo. Hmm. Or Doga Kobo. I keep on forgetting. I was going to say, for- isn't that your favorite on, I studio? Keep, I keep on forgetting the vowels. I don't know where the vowels go. I think Doga it's Kobo. Dogo? It's Doga Kobo. Yeah. It's Doga Kobo. It's all uh, O's, right? Yeah. Which is a yeah. great segue, if I do if I do say so for myself. Uh, Osamake. Yeah. How are things going with you and Osamake? I got... Not great. I've got, I've got things to say. It was a roller coaster of and emotions. Mostly, most of it's most of it's really, really bad. So, yeah, Osamake. Do, do you want to hear how I described it? Sure. Here, because I kind of did the little description for all of the ones that I wanted to talk about. Osamake is Kirito's next door neighbor, childhood friend is in love with him, but he's in love with his classmate who starts dating a senpai in school who turns out to be seeking revenge on Kirito. The logical course of action then is to get revenge by fake dating his childhood friend who likes him upon her request to make his crush jealous. What the uh, actual fuck? Actually, that 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 last sentence is 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 my was my subtitle to this. So uh, my my title for my notes was Osamake rom com where the childhood friend won't lose, aka what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Well, I I think first of all, can I just say how upset i am with this show you're upset you know how upset you don't (laughs) i was pissed so i thought okay i thought the show was going to be a complete subversion of tropes Mm -hmm. until i realized that it was like a subversion of the subversion of tropes correct like they knew you were expecting something different to happen with this and then they don't change anything at all and then they're just going to say you know fuck you that's what you get for they, <laughs> you get for having hope they pulled like a double uno reverse card and then in, and then they hit you with like a plus four like, <laughs> I, okay, I, I had to, i had to sh- i had to turn the show off at multiple points because really? i got so pissed off like i had to turn it off so um like when i re- like when when they 
uh, when they revealed that uh, Shilo was actually a childhood friend, I turned yes. it off. Um, yes. That, that when was the, the point where I was like, fuck this shit. When the beret actress Onichan girl popped up, I turned it off. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so, okay, I so, also okay. turned it. So, yeah, I, I, I literally wrote, like, it's needless to say that I was expecting to drop this show. And I would have if it wasn't for the title. Because I literally thought that, you know, uh, what's her name? Kuroha. I, I wrote her name down. Uh, the, 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 the neighbor. Because now you have to literally d- distinguish which childhood friend you're talking about. Mm-hmm. The neighbor. Uh, uh, Kudo. Kudo. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I thought the title said that. And I thought somehow even I thought it was going to be one of those like you actually know what's going to happen. You just want to see how it happens. Yeah, and that's where I got the idea that it's it's going to be a subversion of tropes yeah. because they're going to play it out like a rom-com, but Correct. then they're going to turn or put a spin on something to make it the other way. Yeah, and sure enough, exactly. Like you said, at the end of episode two, they fucking reveal... Well, I mean, throughout episode two, they started dropping hints. But of course, at the end, they just reveal like, oh, his crush is also a childhood friend. He just doesn't know it. And then at that point, I was like, this is bullshit, but okay, fine. I'll keep watching it because I didn't think they were going to reveal it to the character. I thought it was just kind of like a ironic, uh, what is it? Uh, dramatic irony or whatever. Dramatic uh, irony, yeah. Where, you know, us, the audience, know that she's the yes. childhood friend. Yeah. But the main character wasn't going to know about it until like later on. And I was like, okay, you know what? Mm-hmm. I hate this because obviously the she's the main girl now and then Kudo is not going to get chosen. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that they used Yoshitsuku Matsuoka as the main character, like almost made it feel like, oh my God, like that's the cherry on top. Like it's so amazing <laughs> yeah. that they're going to get the harem king to yep. be the main, to be the main character where the, where the childhood friend actually ends up winning. Like how awesome is that? And then they fucking, they, and then they slap you across they the They dupe you. Like, we've been um, duped, we've been bamboozled, we've been schmeckledorfed. Yeah, I literally wrote in all caps, they're both his childhood friends, technically, so what the fuck, this is bullshit, is that even legal? Kuro is the obvious choice, Kirito. Pros, none, cons, everything. Will I continue to watch it? Probably. Not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I updated my notes saying, finished episode three. And I, I I dropped it because I'm not going to watch this. I, I was not ready for, first of all, the reveal to Kirito that Shiro is the childhood friend. And then I was also not ready for Kirito to reject the childhood friend and ask out Kuro. And then I was not ready for Kuro to say no. And then I was not ready for the end, the, the the senpai to be a good guy and be like, oh, yeah, well, sucks for them. They all lost because now they all just rejecting each other just because they are too fucking prideful. Like, mm-hmm. shut and the fuck up to and be just perfectly say yes. honest. To be perfectly honest, that was the that was actually what turned me off was just trying to figure out what the hell these characters wanted. It had nothing to do with the tropes. Like, I can deal with super tropes and whatnot. Like, it'll be your typical rom-com. And yeah. Uh, Oh, and, and obviously the Emoto character at the end was the cherry on top that, you know, now you're just going to throw a third girl into the mix and it's just going to make things even more confusing than they already are. And then now Kudo has amnesia. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, some bullshit. Uh, <laughs> like, like, like for me personally, like I, like I had to, I, I couldn't do anything, I couldn't uh, do anything but laugh whenever any of these cliches just popped up. Like, I think uh, I laughed the hardest when there was that scene explaining how the mom died. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> where like she overacted, <laughs> she overacted, her she overacted her herself to death, and then she ended up hitting her head. Like, oh my god, so stupid. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Also, I don't... There's so many other things, like tiny little things about the show that I would just see and and, and I don't understand. Those three or four classmates that are like fans of Kudo, they look like they're 50 years old. <laughs> what the fuck are they doing in high school? I think, I think those guys are my least favorite characters in the show. Because they're just... <laughs> They just like pop out of nowhere. They're just guilty, 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 like, guilty, guilty. Out of there! Shut the fuck up, dude. Like, let me let me enjoy the main trash, <sighs> and then you sit you sit there in the background. Uh, yeah, episode three was a bit of a shit show. Like, I I could not understand anything that was going on in that episode. And they Will tried, the and, and they tried to, and they they tried to make the characters. <laughs> They tr- they're trying to make you to sympathize with them, but like, you can't sympathize or feel with any characters when they're just so stupid. Well, not just stupid, I'm, but like un like unbelievable. He rejected me, but now that he's realized his true feelings, I'm gonna reject him back just yeah. to get back at him. Like I would, like Shut I actually, I, I I had to like connect the line. Like I was trying to draw that conspiracy theory graph yeah, trying yeah, to figure all, what happened like so <laughs> all the pins and the strings <sighs> yeah so like the way that I like Kudo was mad at Ma, yes. at Malu for rejecting him or for rejecting, rejecting her. her so she rejected him when he actually confessed and then is guilty for doing that and yet doesn't really say anything to take it back which would probably solve the whole issue meanwhile Shilo was going to reject Malu until he, what's the word? Oh, Luigi disconnected. It's always when I'm talking. Like Luigi never disconnects when he's talking. It's always whenever I'm trying to make a point, which always, which kind of <laughs> makes me wonder if it's like actually intentional or not. Um, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> hello. So anyway, I was trying to connect the dots. But yeah, yes. like Shilo, uh, so Shilo was so Shilo was going to reject him for not remembering her mm-hmm. until she remembered that his mom died, and that was the reason why, and that he actually did remember her. And then she was waiting for confession, which she never got, but she's still going to go after him. Meanwhile, this guy's like sticking to Shilo. Even though he rejected her, and he's still not figuring out what's going on with Gudo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I already had a bad feeling when Kudo was like, "Let's pretend date," and I was like, "Oh, yeah." That and you know you're that digging never your, ends you're well. digging yourself a grave right there. But Nisekoi okay. 2.0, literally. And um, I was like, oh, no. I just don't understand why Kudo didn't just take back the rejection. Yeah. 
Like you think the relationship would be, would be strong enough to handle a, I made a mistake and I was wrong to try and get back to you. Can we start over? Or, or a, I wanted to, after you rejected me, I wanted, you know, to, I wanted you to feel my humiliation or whatever in front of the, everyone else. But, you know, let's, uh, you know, I'm just messing with you. I'm still your childhood friend. Or can we Obviously just start? you're not going to be angry at me. So let's start over. Or can we just start to act like adults and just. Oh, that's not going to happen. Us. You're being, no, it's not. You're, you're being too <laughs> optimistic. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So overall, it's a, it has, a, it, it's, it's a typical rom-com. I would say it's on yeah. the bad side of rom-com. Yes. If you if you think about shows that if, shows such as Gamers or uh, Odeski or Masamune's Revenge, which is actually a really good comparison, by the way. Masamune's Revenge. Yes. Um, yeah. Like I mean, like between this between this show and Masamune's Revenge, I don't know which one I prefer. I think I prefer Masamune's Revenge. Like yeah, because because like both are anime equivalents of a shit post. Like these yes. are just shit posts. But at least Masamune Kun Revenge has the cute best friend that's actually a guy <laughs> that was my favorite character from masamune <laughs> um masamune kun's revenge at least has the cute boy <laughs> yeah and 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 it i mean there's at least like some sort of like path like you can see where it's going yeah this one was just a mumbo jumbo of like five steps forward yep. six back ten to the left Turn, walk on your hands, uh, do a do a star, do a flip. Uh, now you're facing the wrong way, but you're gonna start walking backwards. Oh, just kidding! You didn't even have legs in the first place. I think what they did, I think what the author did was they they made an AI read like a thousand rom coms <laughs> and then got it to and then got the AI to make a rom com. Did you see that script of one thousand Batman? movies read by an ai then the ai ends up making its own script no so this is here's the opening to the batman um the batman i don't know what the movie is called um so batman stands next to his batmobile and uses his bat computer he's sometimes bruce wayne sometimes batman all-time orphan This is Batman. I was not ready for that. <laughs> Batman. This is now a safe city. I have punched a penguin into prison. Alfred, Batman's loyal battler, carries a tray of goth ham. <laughs> Alfred, eat a dinner, Mattress Wayne. <laughs> An explosion explodes. The Joker and Two-Face enter the cave. Joker is a clown, but insane. Two-Face Two is a man, but attorney. <laughs> Yeah, that's what the attorneys are not man. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> not human. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's Osamake. Actually, can I go back to Masamunikun Revenge just for a second? Sure, sure. I want to go back to I, I want to go back to the cute boy because not only was that my favorite character, but it it gotta, it, it, it leads I gotta me. I got to see him. I I don't remember. Uh, Kojiro. Masamunikun no Revenge. I think it's I think his I think his name was Ko, uh, Kojiro or something like that. Um. The one voice by Saudi Hayami, which is why they're uh, also Kojiro, yeah. Which yeah. is why you know, best girl can sometimes be best boy. Um, but nothing wrong with that. What I okay, something that I personally found because uh, I, you know, who I'm rooting for. I'm rooting who? for uh, in in uh, in Osamake. I'm rooting for the main character and the senpai. 
because part of me feels that the senpai really, really likes him. No, he does. He says it yeah. in the third episode. So uh, that's, like, that's, I'm a huge fan. So that that's my OTP. That is what I'm rooting for with this show. <laughs> with the senpai. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I hope you know that that's not going to happen. It's never going to happen, and I'm sad, but it's the uh, best option out there. You're going to have to either read or read make some your own fanfic. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think, so I've... Who do you so think I, he would choose? What do you mean? Realistically. Shido, right? I'm assuming. They can't pull a fast one and choose the Emoto. I think Kudo's going to win. You think Kudo's going to win? I think Kudo's going to win. There's going to be some huge misunderstanding where she's going to go away. And then he's going to chase her down. Because that's what happens in every rom-com. True. Oh, yeah. No, 100% true. But like... I thought... Hmm. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Because I think... Because Shilo right now looks like she's going to win. Because it looks like that. Which means that no, you need she... to... Which means that you need to... You need to... You need to think beyond that. And know that like this pendulum is going to go back and forth a couple times. But I think... I think the roulette wheel is going to land on... Kudo. Oh, wait. Did you watch the fourth episode? Uh, I watched part of it. Okay, because I didn't. Because at the end of episode three, Shiro doesn't look like she's going to win at all. Oh, wait a minute. That's no, I was... no, I did. No, I did. Because episode four is, is when you find... Because that's when she has amnesia, right? Oh, she does have amnesia. I thought you were joking. No. You're ju- No oh, way. I, oh, I thought, I thought you watched it. No, I I dropped it after episode three. Oh, yeah, after the she, whole like little uh, sister stick like um, reveal at the end, I was like, "Fuck this shit." Yeah, I'm out. Uh, Kudo gets amnesia. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> What's next? Uh, Kudo gets amnesia. Shiro's Shiro's actually no, he's gonna choose Shiro, and she's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for someone to die. <laughs> no, I'm and, waiting. And, I'm waiting for the character to show up that has the terminal <clears throat> illness. That's yes. what I'm waiting for. Because it's going to be, there has to be like at least two more girls that show up. One of them's going to have a terminal illness. Um, She's not going to die. She's magically going to get better so long as he picks her. There we go. And then the, and then the fifth girl will just be a wrench in the gears, you know, just to mess things up even further. Once he's this close to choosing someone. Mm Mm-hmm. Someone else will appear. And then the sixth girl shows up who happens to be a boy. There it is. I yes. called it. I've called it. I've called it. Uh, I want to go back to my point with Masamune <laughs> Queen's Revenge because yes, yes. you keep on interrupting me. Stop it. Um, so in a lot of... So I've I've read a couple, my fair share of shows that ended up being harems even though I didn't expect it to go that way. That's kind of how I ended up reading them. If I knew something was going to be a harem, I wouldn't have read it, but... Um, there are so many of these shows where my my actual I'm rooting for best boy rather <laughs> than best girl. <laughs> Simply because like a lot of times like the girls in the shows are just so stupid. Um and then a the guy the like times? and then yeah. And then usually the guy like there's always that level-headed guy and that's that's my favorite character. So there's a series called uh, Koito Uso also called Love and Lies. I don't know if you've read or watched it. Please don't watch it. Um, and like that show had such an interesting plot and then was ruined by some of the worst characters ever. So 
Koito Uso, Love and Lies. So the, the premise is that the world that it takes place in is one where the government picks your partner. So it's based on like a compatibility analysis mm-hmm. or something like that. So literally like your future spouse is matched up with you and then you have to marry them or else the government goes after you or something like that. So the main problem is that the main character loves one character but ends up being matched with another one and so forms a love triangle and just the weird shit that happens as a result of that. And like you think about that premise and it's like there's so many cool things that could have been done and sometimes like sometimes it starts to go there and then they waste the potential the potential on stupid rom-com tropes so my favorite part of the show is that there is one character that likes the protagonist and it's his best friend who's a guy and if you put that relative to the premise it actually offers a really good commentary on issues such as homosexual marriage where there is literally a systematic obstacle in the way of two people being together. Um, of course, there's like emotions, all that kind of stuff, but in terms of its place within the context of the show, like that's like, there's so many like good things that you could do with that. And that's actually, and that's why like that guy was actually my favorite character from the show. He's just like, he was a cool character. He actually cared about the main character. He looked out for his back and it's just, oh man. You thought the show was going to be progressive. Yeah. And it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, like he was just, he was just a likable character. I like, I liked him out of everyone. There was like a scene where he stole the kiss from the main character and it was like the coolest thing ever. Oh man. Like I squealed. I squealed like a, what are those girls that like Yaoi? I don't know. They have Joshi's Those guys. Joshi's that, oh, That's a name. I didn't know that had yeah. a name. <laughs> so yeah. every single time that I think Yaoi, I, have you ever seen that gif or jif, however you want to call it? Um, it's like a girl reading a book or a manga on, on a train and a guy just kind of like yeah. <laughs> over her shoulder and he goes like, oh, what's she reading? <laughs> Yaoi! <laughs> it's, I don't know, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, there's that. So yeah, with, with Koito Uso, I dropped the manga. I just, I couldn't stand it because literally like the one girl that liked the boy, but they weren't paired up. At some point she'd be like, okay, I need to give up on him. And then she doesn't. And then a couple chapters later, all right, I need to learn to give up on him. And then a couple chapters later, oh man, like, okay, this time, this time, this time I'm going to do it. This time I swear I mean it. (sighs) Um, Yeah, I hate that too. Yeah. So Osamake, lessons to take from the show if you're you're not going to watch it, or if you do watch it and you just want to enjoy it, the shit shit show, uh, be honest with your feelings. Revenge is bad. Uh, yes. Also, don't propose in public. That 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 yes. scene was just cringe. Oh, and also that dance. That dance was dumb. Oh my god! It, and and like you know, they were hyping it up. Like I'm gonna go up there and act. That wasn't, that wasn't acting, acting. That was that singing. Was, that was being. Ah. <laughs> oh. It was it was it was bad. I thought at one point they were going to fuse together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fusion. <laughs> that, that's yeah. a very good point. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, no, I think I'm. I don't think I'll watch episode four. Yeah, 
don't, uh, and I then final lesson, just it. don't be a fucking idiot. God <laughs> damn it. Yeah, oh. that's rough. Uh, we're at 50 minutes. Already? I think, I think we need to split this up into two. I think Probably. there is one more show that I think would be relative in terms of where we have things right now. This has sort of been like the comedy, romantic comedy era. Uh, I think oh, it would yeah. be great to talk about Nagatoro as a... Oh, right. finish oh, to this yeah. yeah unless you have anything else no, and no, then we can um, and then we can get into the deep stuff well in in terms of shows that are also kind of like not a romantic comedy but definitely combatants will be dispatched the one that's supposed to be konosuba it's not a good comedy <laughs> if anyone disagrees with me okay but it's not a good comedy <laughs> <laughs> it feels like fan service galore and it's also a harem like and it's just no like at least with konosuba it was a guy with a bunch of girls but one of the girls was just was actually winning over everyone else and then not yes. like the other girls weren't actually like that interested in him one of yeah, them no, was, they weren't yeah so yeah 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 but um nagatoro on the other hand um, let me read you what, okay. I so, want to know what you think of this because this is, uh, yeah, this is, this has been polarizing. Polarizing as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, or at least the first episode at like first episode, at least first yes. two episodes. Oh yeah. Cause it's, they, they dial down for sure. But, um, my subtitle for it, well, not subtitle, but like the little thing that I wrote, not as long as I did for. Uh, the other one I just simply wrote why do I like this show so much it hurts to admit how much I am enjoying it it doesn't hurt to admit it I think it hurts to admit it a little bit because it's dude the first episode is just straight up bullying dude the guy was crying for god's sake yeah <laughs> and it, it's and, definitely and she rough. looks like she gets off of the crying it's like Oh no. So you know yeah, my, this my, is yeah. It's rough because yeah. literally how fine how where is the line between teasing and bullying and how fine of a line is it? Mm -hmm. And also in the end that probably doesn't even matter because Nagatoro is just so it's it's a one-sided psychological warfare where <laughs> Nagator is just berating what's his name Naoto with I just call him senpai nukes senpai yeah paisen paisen <laughs> I actually dude it took me so long to figure out what the fuck oh, she was saying no no Luigi yes no. yes <laughs> she kept saying paisen I was like what the fuck is she calling him paisen and then I went paisen uh, mm. uh, but I still don't know why I get it but I don't know why um yeah, how do you feel about this show? I really like it. And part <laughs> of the reason is that... Okay, so there have been... There have been numerous types of characters that have been implanted as quintessential tropes in anime. Like, mm -hmm. you've, got, you've got the tsundere, you've got the yandere, you've got the derere. Uh, in Nichiju, you have the gandere. Um, but I think the sadodere has probably been the dere of the decade. I'm going to really? call it right now. So 
yeah, so the, the, that that refers to characters who enjoy toying and teasing their love interest. And like the the extent and intensity of the teasing, it can be found over a very broad spectrum, like cute and wholesome to the left and then full on sadism with a capital S uh, to the right. So like on the on the far left, you've got shows such as uh, Takagi-san which I think is one of my favorite series ever. Uh, both that as well as the um, the sequel as well. Um, mm-hmm. Love the series to death. It's just... Oh, mm, it's wholesome. And regarding the sequel, like that's the kind of life that I personally want. So it's kind of a glimpse into... <laughs> a what, glimpse into you, a possible... Dreams? My dreams, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, he, he just has it like so good like he's got a wife that loves him he's got a daughter he's a teacher as well and like i'm kind of headed in the into that route as well and it's just wholesome and like people like complain about oh you know he's getting whipped and all that kind of stuff like that's not that's not what the show that's not what the series is about uh but yeah so you have you have takagi-san on the one side you got uzaki-chan um somewhere in the middle where like a lot of teasing but it's not really it's more so being annoying rather than actually mm-hmm. abusive. And then you have Nagatoro where, <laughs> so like I've been, I've been a manga reader for the past year. So I've been, I've been following the series for a bit and like, oh. she definitely moves back and forth between the two extremes and gradually she becomes a little bit more Did moderate, it? even center left. So really, she's kind of, she's Alberta party. If you were to compare her, to uh, <laughs> uh, political parties in the province of Alberta. I guess that's that's yeah, a, that's a little too specific for for listeners. Yeah, for for some of the um, the Alberta party, it's a center left party in Alberta. I was going to say because um, right now she starts off the show like full on just uh, oh, she's she's full on wild rose, but <laughs> wild rose. Yeah, not 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 even conservative. She's wild brass. Fuck yeah, bye. Yeah. Yeah, it's just Wild Rose, and then eventually she the the UCP gets, gets formed. She moves a little bit left, and then she and realizes liberal, the extent then... of her ways, <laughs> and then she she becomes a little bit more progressive. Um, going back, <laughs> that's such a weird analogy. Um, Very. So <laughs> there's not much to say about the show because everyone's watching it. Yes, and I think everyone has a view about it and the stuff that we're going to talk about is people have that view. So Nagatoro, if you haven't watched it or if you haven't seen it, it's, it's been memed. It's everywhere. Um, Mm -hmm. It's about an introverted beta male who's part of an art club. And then he becomes the target of teasing by a super sadistic uh, under underclassman. Yes. Luigi. You say beta. Oh, I'd say Omega. (laughs) He's like, so far down the Greek alphabet. So far down, yeah, he's the last <laughs> in the Greek alphabet. He's Omega. Uh, so yeah, episode one, the teasing was holy shit. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Like I, it was hard I, to. It was hard to read. It was hard to watch and hear. Oh my god. Yeah, it was difficult. Um, I actually, after episode, I didn't know how bad it was going to be because I've never read the manga. I've heard about it. Mm-hmm. And after episode one, I actually was like, can I watch this? Yeah. And it turned off a lot of people because yeah. in terms of reception after the first episode, and I was waiting for it 
it's when like you know shit's about to go down you got your popcorn ready and you're oh, yeah. just gonna enjoy the show like you've got you've got the two you've got two polar views you've first off you've got the please step on me crowd that either say it <laughs> ironically or they say it ironically but deep down they're totally they totally want to be stepped on um or and then or they start ironically yeah. and then eventually they're like oh eventually it gets developed yes you know what oh shit <laughs> yeah, actually you know what <laughs> uh and then there's the group that got triggered by it and like yes. there are comments like there are people that have been bullied as a kid um completely turned off from it completely reasonable like it's pretty serious shit goes down in the first episode i totally felt it and she's she's like that at the beginning and it eventually becomes a little bit more, not quite Takagi-san, but more Uzaki-chan. Mm-hmm. Um, just to put some background into why things are the way they are. Um, the author of the manga is known as Nanashi, who was a doujin artist. <laughs> so my so probably what happened was that when he started the series, he was still in the midst of like dialing back the content. You know, oh, you know, you, you, you put your gas off the accelerator and you're just still you're still coasting, but it's taking a while to coast um, yeah. and slow down. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. So you're but I feel like in this case, he was like coasting. He was driving at like 120 and then he has to slow down to 60 and he's going downhill. But instead of hitting the brakes, <laughs> yeah, he's going downhill. And in, instead of hitting the brakes, he just coasts. He just puts it in neutral and just like just lets <laughs> yeah. it go. He's pop, he pops it in neutral. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Pretty, yeah. So he's like, you know, he's writing the first chapters and he's probably thinking, yes, this is exactly what I'm thinking. He's like, oh shit, wait, this is a shonen. Pull it back, pull it back. <laughs> we got a big one, boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I totally agree. And and the thing is. Not, uh, I'm not saying this from experience or anything, but you can totally tell his background in in the art. Um, there's just something about the art style that's like, this is not regular anime. Yeah, it's in the eyes. <laughs> it's in the eyes, the mouth, the, 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 you know how like the blushing to, I don't know. And yeah, um, not saying i don't like the art style <laughs> he's a good artist no <laughs> it's a great art style dude. i was watching the first episode and i kid you not i was like oh man this is tough to watch but i like it <laughs> yeah like the only, like i was looking I, forward to i was looking forward to the noodle arms that's there's yeah. there are yeah. so many noodle arms in later chapters it is insane really okay yeah. i'm excited because i like that too um I will say the face that she makes is, uh, it, it does kind of put me off a bit with the whole like one eye literally looks like it's about to pop out of its socket. Like that, it, it's just, it, it's <laughs> like, I understand it's an anime, but that's just so unnatural that mm-hmm. when I did see that, I was like, mm, I hope, mm. but she doesn't do it all in every episode. So I'm, I'm happy yeah. about that. I'm so she, that. she warms up. And I mean, we, we even yeah. saw that in the second episode. And then 100%. in the following episodes where she actually comes to his defense uh, when he's if he's getting picked on and all that. So, um, yeah, it got I, it, things get really, really yeah. cute. Um, I hope so. Halfway halfway through, like really, really cute. And you get you get the standard tropes. You've got the. You've got the you got a culture festival, actually culture festival. That is my guess in terms of where the series, the season's going to end. Because okay. uh, the art club president does have a voice, 
does have a voice artist. Yes. Which means that um, it's going to be, it's going to be the culture festival and the culture festival. It, it is so cute. It is so nice. Okay. Um, Don't yeah. spoil. No, I'm not going to spoil anything. There's please. Yeah. Um, I literally wrote pros Nagatoro. Like just, I, I don't know what it is about her character, but I, I am actually quite drawn to see where she goes from here. I think it's the voice develops. acting. And the voice acting is I've great. Been, like I was, I, I, I love the manga, but mm-hmm. hearing, hear, hear, like just hearing the voice actors, like who's her name? It's Dekamori from Chinibyu. <laughs> That's all I know. Um, right. Yeah. Which is kind of weird when you think about it. Um, let's see. Her name is. Sorry, I'm pulling this up. Sumide? So, yeah. Wesaka yeah. Sumide. Um, yeah, the voice acting is spot on, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Just fits the character so well. And also, the main character uh, is. Uh, plays a lot of beta characters. Um, does he? Yeah. Fuck. What's his so, name? I have a very interesting question for you, which you you've already sort of answered in terms of Takagi-san, but in terms of Nagatoro, uh, or like in general with the Sado Deres, I guess, because mm-hmm. I'm enjoying this show, but I have an interesting take on this question. Do you have to see yourself in Naoto, or like do you do do you have to project yourself? in the main character to enjoy these kinds of shows. Cause that's one of the biggest uh, comments that I see people make whenever they're talking oh, negatively yeah. oh, about like this if, show. If like I were him, whole, I would have fucking told her to yeah, go like, fuck herself. Uh, how yeah. can anyone even watch this? Cause like, are you guys sympathizing and like projecting yourself? Like you see yourself as this guy. So, I, you know, do you have to, to enjoy the show? Cause like I personally, I haven't been, I personally wouldn't want to get stepped on. Um. Yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> um, and and I literally, I, I mean, I I will say, like, do I want my significant other to be like her? Hell no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, am I enjoying it, watching it from like a fly on the wall? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm definitely not projecting with him uh, on him. And uh, it, I mean, sure, I'm a very, I I, I wouldn't say that I'm a beta, but I'm I would say that I'm a type B kind of person if we're talking about those kind of people where i'm very lazy mm-hmm. a lot of the time or very relaxed like you know things will be okay like it's fine like we'll figure this out yeah like you let things my sig- you let the wind yeah you let the waters run yeah we'll see where, we'll see where we the go obviously blows. like we'll row but you know we're not gonna go against the current here right i'll row the boat but yeah you know um my significant other is definitely not like that uh is there a type triple a like <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say that's that's a s <laughs> yeah s tier yeah um so you know i'm by all by no means do i consider myself beta but i'm definitely not you know because i i wouldn't consider type a as an alpha type thing it's just someone who's very like has to be in control and whatnot right yeah like- and I, I like the fact that my significant other is like that because I don't think I'd be able to manage being with a type B person. Yeah, like because it balances me out. I don't I don't project myself onto senpai at all. At all. Like as someone yeah. as someone that's pretty introverted as well, like I would not be able to deal with her. 
Like if that situation happened to me, like I would I would tell her to just get the fuck away from me. <laughs> yeah, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm still enjoying it. And I mean, like part of me would probably appreciate some of like the later things that Nagatoro does later in the series. Um, she gets mm-hmm. very, she gets really, really deadly. <laughs> right but i'm, I'm talking about like yeah, right, like right now, now right? oh shit you can you can it's just full on saddle yeah just get the fuck like, out of here <laughs> it's it's like saddle saddle yeah <laughs> but i i mean the data started to shine through mm-hmm. and that's literally what i'm living for in this in the series because whenever it whenever something happens where it doesn't go the way she wants it to her reaction is just priceless and i don't know why i enjoy it so much um, and, and that's literally what I like the most about this, this show. That's why I say that the pro is Nagatoro. Room for improvement, senpai. Obviously, I'm, I'm sure he's going to improve. He's got so, a long, yeah, it's good. he's got a long way to go. Ah, <laughs> uh, very long. I, mean, I, I thing, told you, hey, not beta, so, omega. I mean, this is the thing about <laughs> any of these teasing shows is that the second the male character actually develops, the show's over. 100%. Because there's nothing else to go, right? So that, I mean, that's yeah. the reason, if you look at Takagi-san, Takagi-san's been going over for over 100 chapters as well into that, if you combine both series. And the main character, uh, Nishikata, is still just this guy that can't win. But he needs <laughs> yeah. to not win so that the series can go on. And then Uzaki, um, I don't know if you if you care about Uzaki I'm, spoilers yeah. or not, but Uzaki is no, starting don't. to go into... There's starting to be some progression, um, unless the author decides to schmeckeldorf us. Um, but yeah, it's it's sort of the same thing. It's like the second things start to be realized, then that's kind of how you know the series is starting to come to an end. Because really, yep. there needs to be a power imbalance in order for the comedy to thrive. 100%. You know what I don't like about Negatoro? The other girls. What is wrong with you? I... I'm sorry, but at least in the in these first few episodes, I fucking hate them. Other than, like, in my opinion, they're just there for Nagatoro to realize her feelings about Senpai. Just to, to just for her to realize that she doesn't want anyone else toying with him. Um, and I will say my favorite scene was when uh, Paisen saw Nagatoro interacting with other people. In the restaurant. Ah, that one, yeah. When when she, you know the other guys are like trying to come onto Nagatoro, and he's like, "Oh, you're so yeah. good." When he realizes she's gonna make you cry, that and then she doesn't. And he's like, "It's only me." Yep, she only. And then he literally you. thinks it's a bad thing, but it's actually a good thing. I think so. she likes him. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. You fucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, that I I really enjoyed that scene. And then whenever the, the other two girls show up, I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> other than the purpose of, yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm hoping that I grow to like them a little bit more. Maybe, who knows? But Maybe I'll reread I'm the enjoying. manga and just go along with the anime again. Maybe, <laughs> who knows? I've been, Dude, I'm enjoying the I've shit been, out of it. <laughs> I've, been fi- I've been finding so many other things to read. Yeah. And uh, there's a long list. <laughs> Um, Dude, my yeah, yeah. I think that that covers well, it for like the part one, the like the nice stuff. Um, so yeah, that's that's part one. So part two, I guess we'll give a preview of what's happening in part two. Uh, we've got 
or at least I've got. Um, we've got Higa Hilo. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got the Snow White notes. I don't have. And that. then I have Two Year Eternity. Those are the three that I would like I to talk that. about. Um, okay. Yeah, a lot. I have a lot to say about that. I can talk about Revengers because I have a bit, but not too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it, it gives me some time to figure something out. Yeah. And then I guess part two we can release. When should we release part two? Part one will be released tomorrow, May 7th, uh, which is our Friday. Um, I guess we'll figure out when we record part two um, or when we when we publish part two. So, hmm. Man, I'm still thinking about Two Year Eternity. Oh, my God. Oh, my it, God. It, yeah. It's not what I expected it to be. But it's everything but I, I need. But I think it might be babe, way better. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, fuck. Um, I do have two other shows that I probably will mention as well. Uh, 86, the one that I briefly mm-hmm. talked about. I know you're not watching it, so I'll, I'll, I'll keep it relatively brief with that one. But I'm enjoying that one a lot. And I know you don't like Mecca yourself. It's not that I don't but like Mecca. It's just not what you go. It's to, just right? that it's not, it's not my cup of tea. I think that's. Well, that's I think that. <laughs> I love that you say the cup of tea because I actually. <laughs> sorry, um, I say that in here too. Mecca is not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. This is some good. Tea. Yeah, and like that's that's really my approach to Tokyo Avengers. Like I'm really enjoying the premise. I love everything, mm-hmm. but just compared, relating it to my personality, it's just. It's not it's yeah. it's not the show, it's me. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, look um, out look out for the next episode, you guys, because next episode is dealing with all the big like the heavyweights. Like these are the heavier topics for sure. Yeah. So like these like the ones that we talked about uh, for this episode, these are like the nice ones. These are like your happy feel happy, even though they kind of piss you off sometimes. Uh, the next, um, yeah, next episode is going to be like, these are the, these are the, the movies that they release in December to compete for the Oscars yes. for best picture. Yes. Like these are the, these are the big guys. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. I'm looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, stick around for that. You guys, it should be, it should be coming out not so long after our part one preview. So um yeah check your or yeah just look around for social media or follow us subscribe to us so you know exactly when the next episode comes out um aside from that i'm not gonna really give a really like long goodbye because i'm gonna make our i'm gonna save our long goodbye for our part two because part one is it's just part one which means that this episode is not over so i will just say thank you for listening to this part of the spring preview you guys we will see you guys in part two take care to be continued